You're listening to Jets Crash, a podcast about the New York Jets and their dedication to losing. If you can't beat them, join them. And if you can't join them, quit. We all know the New York Jets stink, and this is the Jets Crash Podcast. With your host, Keith Skobanich. Hello and welcome to another episode of Jets Crash Podcast, the second week in a row where, or not the second week in a row, but the second time I should have changed the name to something else, Jets Flight Podcast. Here we go, baby. We finally are two and two, and I can't believe it. I am pumped up. This is by far one of the most exciting victories we've had in a long time, and you know, it all starts with Zach Wilson. I mean, let's be honest. The kid showed some moxie here. What else could you possibly want? The guy... It was a tough game. It was a wet game. There was, it had rained the night before, and then Pitt College had played on the field the night before. So it was a, it was bound to be a, slop, a sloppy game. But Zach Wilson showed he has the ability to sling the ball. And you know what? have a short memory memory, and march down the field and win a game. And that's what he did. Week four, baby. Here we go. <laughs> um, I was impressed, you know? I mean, considering he... There's a couple things we have to consider about this performance that makes it even more impressive than it sh- you would think. He hasn't played in... Since the beginning of the season. He's missed... All the preseason snaps. Um, he comes in and he's without a starting left tackle. You know, obviously, Mekhi Becton, Joe Flacco had to deal with that. But then they have Max Mitchell, who <laughs> who was playing and, you know, serviceable. You know, I mean, for a rookie, you know, serviceable. Uh, and then he gets hurt. And more news on him later. Um, they had to move Elijah Verrett Tucker to left tackle and that they were it's not Elijah Vert Tucker's fault but the offensive line left a lot to be desired I mean they gave up 22 rushes and they only gave up one sack and that is totally test a testament to Zach Wilson's ability to escape pressures I cannot believe that they did not get sacked more and listen some of the plays were ugly. There was some plays where Zach Wilson was run around and just barely chucked the ball out of bounds. There was one play where he almost got picked off. Um, he, he, that's that mobility you can't replace. He's going to make your offensive line look better because he's able to move around and move out of the pocket. And he escaped. And I was very worried about his knee because in some of these plays, he had people draped all over him and he barely es- escaped. But. He showed he, Zach is back and he is on track. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, let's 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 be happy. You know what? We don't get a lot of these wins. Um, <laughs> Zach showed that he is a capable quarterback, and that's a step in the right direction. Okay, guys, that's a step for us. Two and two. If you told me that at the beginning of the season, that would be two and two. I would say no way. We're definitely not. That's not going to happen. But you know what? Here we are. You know what? And if you told me Zach Wilson was going to be injured for the first three games, I would told you we'd been owned four by now. So 
tough game, tough game. The defense finally stepped up, but let's let's talk about Zach Wilson. He went 18 for 36 with 252 yards, two interceptions, and a passing touchdown. Now, I know that doesn't sound impressive. That's not an impressive stat line, but you know what? They won ugly, and that's okay. In the last quarter, he went 10 for 10 of 12, and he had 128 yards and a touchdown. Putting putting it on in crunch time. I'm sorry. Excuse me. He completed his last seven passes, which is uh, shows he was he was in the game, and you gotta appreciate it. You gotta you gotta you gotta love it. Finally, we have a quarterback who can handle, who can move around, who could make some passes. He threw some beautiful balls. He threw some not so beautiful balls. At the end of the day, Eli Manning won the Giants two Super Bowls. You don't have to have the most perfect quarterback in the world. You have to have someone who's a gamer, someone who's not going to give up, someone who's going to have a short memory, someone who's going to go out there, play to the play, play to the whistle. You know what I mean? So I'm excited. And what's even better is that the defense played well. Now I know Pittsburgh's offense is <laughs> terrible. Um, they are, I think they had, so they are averaging, averaging 278 yards per game. And that's only in front of the Bears and the Panthers. So they are not an esteemed company here. And uh, their, their offense is struggling. They have some good playmakers. They have George Pickens. They have Najee Harris. They have uh, Deontay Johnson. They have good players. Their offensive line is not fantastic. Um, but you know what? The defense made plays and got turnovers. And that's like what this defense has been missing for so long. Um, Joyner had a pick. We had three sacks. We had uh, Sauce Garner shutting down uh, anyone he was on. He he gave up seven targets. There were seven targets on him, two catches for nine yards, and he forced one incompletion. The guy is legit, okay? Sauce Garner is legit, guys. These these wide receivers are not a bunch of scrubs. They are good wide receivers. They could get open and make plays, even if Mitchell Trubisky is throwing the ball to them. Now, that being said, Mitchell Trubisky wasn't throwing the ball to them the whole time. When Mitchell Trubisky came out <laughs> in the, uh, what, I think it was the third quarter, he came out, and they put Kenny Pickett in, and I was like, here we go. Here's another uh, 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 Baker Mayfield situation so for those of you that don't know uh when baker mayfield was first drafted by the browns and it, he played his first nfl game in week three against the jets tyrod taylor got injured he came in and he led the browns to a win basically the browns were down 14 nothing they came back and ended up winning 21 17 so I, here i am having flashbacks you know jets we all, all our trauma and you know what I knew it was going to be okay when <laughs> Kenny Pickett threw uh, like sort of like a Hail Mary on his first pass and it was picked off. I was like, this is amazing. This is exactly what we needed. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. Um, Kenny Pickett didn't look terrible. I mean, he showed an ability to make plays and can't fault the kid. He, play, he played as well as a rookie, as, as well as you would like a rookie to play. I mean... He was, what, 10 for 13, and he ended up throwing three interceptions, and I think he lost a fumble. Um, so, you know, he was sloppy with the ball, but he he showed some playmaking ability, especially with his feet. So there's, there's definitely potential there. But going back to the Jets' defense, super happy that 
you know, we definitely have a, a pass rush now. You know, Johnson is has two sacks on the year. And uh, I think it was um, the uh, uh, the play like a jet podcast. <laughs> the host said he said he said he has two more sacks than Vernon Golston, which is you know what? It's true. <laughs> it's a hilarious thing to say. Um, it's so true. He looks good, man. He looks good. I mean, he's in a rotation. He's not playing every down, but you know what? We finally got some pressure. We got Quinn and Williams to make a uh, get a sack. Lawson got a sack. This is the type of play. We need this defense to play well. This defense needs to play to at least an average, at least be an average defense. If they had that last year, they would have won more games. It's just, it's just plain and simple. The defense was God awful last year. And this is what the draft was this year. We're trying to upgrade our defense, you know? So listen, it's going to be, it's, it's a work in progress, you know, I am excited to see where this goes from here. Um, we got the Dolphins coming up next week. And uh, unfortunately, Tua Tungvaloa was not going to be playing. Um, he's out with a concussion um, with that horrific hit. Thank God he's okay. Um, you know, that was terrifying. I, I didn't even want to watch the replay of it. It was disgusting. And, uh, you know. Thank God some action has been taken where they've actually fired the doctors who evaluated him. Um, but to be fair, of to in this doctor's def- defense, it should be more than one doctor looking at him. It shouldn't just be left up to one doctor. I'm sorry. Why is there no checks and balances on that? Like, come on. There's got to be someone else who looks at this kid. But, you know, this is the Jets Crash podcast, not the Dolphins uh, tuna fish podcast. Um so the Jets are looking good going in to face the Dolphins this week. And you know what? I'm excited. I'm a little scared uh, <laughs> because there's going to be some matchups. We're going to have Sauce Garner on Ty- Tyreek Hill, which is going to be interesting to say the least. Tyreek Hill has been really mouthy the last couple of weeks. And he actually just said the... Uh, this week that the reason he didn't go to the Jets was because of the sales tax, which... By the way, let's take let's 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 take this uh, veer a little bit off off course here. Why has no league found a way to implement something to counteract the the state's tax? Is why is it fair that some teams get to pay their players more and others don't? Like, the league needs to have set rules even if that is not allowed. So what happens is that it the Jets should have a salary cap that reflects their state income tax. This should be in any league. Your state should be allowed, you should be allowed to pay as much as a per- state that doesn't have an income tax. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's like when you, it's like you're, you're in different countries and you're using different, uh, uh, dollars, you know, like there's using different currencies. You need to make it fair. If that's the only reason he didn't come to the Jets, then immediately the NFL should be doing something about that. Especially, especially because don't you want a team in New York to be good? It only behooves the league to put this in action. 
who knows how many more players the Jets and Giants could have signed, excuse me, if the sales tax wasn't, or the income tax, excuse me, didn't take money away from the players. Why have hasn't this been taken into consideration yet? I think that's so silly. Why do, does Florida get the benefit? Why does Miami get the benefit of their state's rules? The league needs to even the playing field. We have a player who clearly says they went to Miami because of the sales tax. How is that fair? Could someone tell me that? All right. Uh, end of rant. In other news, uh, Max Mitchell, thankfully, did not suffer a season-ending knee injury. He will be out for a couple of weeks, more, probably more than a couple of weeks, probably like five weeks, six weeks. But, uh, you know, that's good news because the Jets are going to need him back. And when is Dwayne Brown coming back? Please, someone tell me when Dwayne Brown's going to be healthy. Because the Jets could really use him. They could really use him right now. Their offensive line is they keep getting beaten up, man. I mean, they can't catch a break on this offensive line, and it's showing. It's clearly showing. This offensive line was supposed to be a strong suit, and it's a real problem right now. But the Jets are 2-2, two and two, and we've only got rainbows and sunshine, even here in rainy New York. Thank, 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 thanks for listening to the Jets Crash Podcast. Tune in next week and every week for the Jets Crash Podcast. The New York Jets suck. But at least they're trying.